Okay, I've got Stage Fright. This album recently came out within like the last month or two. Closing out the hot girl summer. I'm tatted up and I used to be a stripper. Oh, this is easy. This is so easy. Okay, well, what is it? Summer Walker. Good job. You know I love her. Good job. Okay, guys. So today, as you all know, our Shay is in the DR living her best life, I hope. So that we didn't miss another episode, I've got my friend Janine, and I've shouted her out plenty of times on the podcast, so she is here today filling in for Miss Arche. Say hi, Janine. Hey. You are so shy. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. Anyways, anyways, anyways. All right. So Janine is going to be filling in with us. Arche, I believe she gets back on Sunday, and hopefully we can record... Before or right after Christmas, so that we don't miss any more shows. All right. Okay. So Janine, normally we go ahead and we talk about some upcoming shows, but being that all of our shows are on hiatus, 90 Day Fiance, Power comes back soon. Comes back soon, but not soon enough. But one show that we used to watch in college all the time that I feel like all of us did was The Game. Yes. Every day. And apparently, being that we are in this like era of fucking reboots, <laughs> The Game is fucking coming back. What do you think? I would watch it again, but I don't think they have a storyline to come back on. I don't remember what happened the last episode before it ended, so I'll probably have to rewatch all of those. But it was just a mess. Like everybody was the whole cheating and them separating and getting back together. It was just a lot. So I don't know what they actually will be able to do without like it being kind of like, wait, hold up. Okay, did you watch it when um what the fuck? Did you watch it when Lauren London and the guy who plays Lawrence from Insecure came on there? Like there was like a, there was a period where there was a whole new cast when Melanie yes. moved back. Uh-huh. You watched it then? I remember that, but I don't remember watching all those seasons. Okay, so I never fucking watched those. Okay. So you missed a lot then. Because I felt like <laughs> you so can't Tasha, change the, t- the Well, right, but I know Tasha was on there, but I don't mm-hmm. think Kelly was on there still. No. No, cuz she went she um and then Melanie wasn't on there and was Duran on there? Derwin was I don't know if Derwin was. I know was Malik on was. There. Malik was on there. Remember they changed Brit Brat and her mom, Kelly, was off doing her like business thing or something. She no, I don't want that bullshit. If, but then I know that they did like the last episode, like the season. I don't even want to say the last episode, but they brought it back for like one particular episode uh-huh. and it was like 90 minutes. And then they had like Derwin and Melanie, like they ended up having twins and you know more than me. that's all I remember. But if I watch it, I only want to see, I only want to watch it if fucking Melanie and Derwin are going to be on it. Did they say if they were, they didn't say, well, they were on. So when they briefly brought it back for that, like season, like it was like years later. When they brought back Melanie and Derwin and they finally had kids. Because if you remember previous mm-hmm. seasons ago, Melanie couldn't have kids. And then he got pregnant by what? Well, he didn't get pregnant, but Janae got pregnant. Yeah. So they were raising that situation. And then she went to go practice medicine. I remember that. I do remember that. But with so you Lauren, don't, so I didn't watch it. So you don't think they'll bring Melanie back? That's the only way I'm going to fucking watch it. She's she has to make an appearance. It wouldn't make any sense. Well, apparently they're supposed to be bringing back the original cast, but no shade, but shade, no shade, but shade. Okay, Lauren London is not the best actress. I want to fuck see her. The little bullshit that was on BET after the fact. I want to fuck see that bullshit. Okay, I got through one episode and I was just like, cool, let's turn the TV off, please. I don't. I don't think she will come back. She um, needs not to. Yeah, I don't think she will come back. But I don't remember where her storyline was. But I, I literally only watched like one episode with her on there, and Lawrence was, his name was Blue or something. I do remember him. I do. Yeah, so what I was did, their deal? They were, they were friends, but they weren't dating. They were, they were, they were, they were fucking. And then I don't think they were dating. I think they just had this like fuck buddy situation. If I remember correctly. So what show would you want to see come back? If you had to pick a reboot show. Because you know they're rebooting Moesha. I don't want to. I don't want a reboot of Moesha. Well, Akeem is dead no. and Mandel is dead. I don't. Rest I, in peace to them. 
I, I don't. I, I didn't care for Moesha back then. Really? You know, Arshay doesn't like Moesha either. Yeah. Okay, why didn't you like Moesha? It just... Dare Diary. Like, yeah. all right. Cliche. Great. Did you solve anything for your problems today? Or are you just writing in this journal? So I liked <laughs> Moesha when she was in college. I didn't, I didn't watch it. But you yeah. didn't... Okay, we well, yeah. didn't watch it. Okay. So, I, yeah. I don't want to see. I think they're doing too much. The one show that I definitely would watch... And you're gonna, I know you already know probably what I'm gonna say. If they were to revamp a show, it would have to be Sister Sister. Ew. <laughs> I love Sister Sister, but okay, here's my thing with the revamping of the shows, the rebooting of the shows. I felt like these shows came out in the 90s, and the 90s was so classic because mm-hmm. we didn't have all the technology that we had so then to see them like how they want to bring back martin like why that's like when they try to read so for example they're getting ready Issa ray is trying to bring back um set it off yes set it off as iconic because in the scheme of robbing a bank you didn't have to worry about all these social media things right, right. if they bring it into like it being into this century right now I'm not going to fucking watch it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, you're going to get can caught keep because it, of a camera, because of an iPhone. That's what I'm saying. So that's my issue with it. Like, it, it takes away from, I don't know, it just, it, just takes, it just takes away from it. Yeah. And I guess, like, if they, re, if they do a, like, Because sister, back, sister, are they going to still live in the same house? No, they'll be off, they'll be older with their kids. But then, of course, why would Roger be breaking into their house? Like, it's a breaking now. Does somebody marry Roger? Like, right, like. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I don't know. I mean, the other show I would like to see is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That would be... They talked about that, too, that but Uncle Phil has passed away. Well, they can... Well, and I don't like people light-skinned Aunt Viv. No shade. People get older, so I think they would have to show the progression of the show. So the older people, unfortunately, would have to... They would say, okay, you know, rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. And I think I don't want to see there. them with kids is what it is. I don't want to see Moesha being a parent. I don't want to see Dorian and Miles being a parent. I don't want to see T and Tamara being parents. And then it just be focused on their kids and it's just stupid. Okay. Now, I can maybe see a Martin if they did, like, maybe they went on a vacation as a group of friends. But Tommy's not here anymore. Right. Right. Every show's missing somebody. That's what I'm saying. So for the reboots, I'm going to need y'all to fucking stop. But then, of course, they can't take it back because all those people look older, too. So you can't really have them playing a 20-year-old anymore when they're in there. But that's like, okay, so they're getting ready to do like a part three of the Bad Boys 3 is coming out. I don't... you never seen... Okay. I've seen... No, I've, I've seen Bad Boy movies. Okay. I don't think they should do a part three. I agree. <laughs> however, however, I can appreciate that in the second one... Mm-hmm. It was still about them two, and they had their kids, but they weren't a focal point in the fucking story. That's just like when I saw Big Mama's House 3, and then the kid was like, he Trey was grown. Like, fucking stop. It was fucking over stupid. Over it. Over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. That's, <laughs> I think that's my issue with it, is that they try to do too fucking much. Right. And bring right. in new fucking characters. I'm good on that. But the, the people got to grow up. Okay, but I don't want to see your fucking stupid kids and you're trying to write them in the show. I just, I don't want to. Whatever. Okay. Okay, so Takashi. 6 9 It's fucking trailer. I got to shit shit on now. I'm not trying to go to jail. Okay, <laughs> so, all right, so it was this big, we've, we've been following, well, I've been following this case since like the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you may know these terms being that you were a criminal justice major, so shout out to you. So he was going down for, what is it, racketeering charges, Mm -hmm. and he was facing up to 47 years. So apparently he was sentenced, and there was a lot of conversation, a lot of talks about he could either walk home today or tomorrow, or he can go ahead and he can still, the judge can say, if everything else that you've given us, you still have to stay for X amount of years. So he was sentenced to two years. However, they are trying to count his one year already served. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he's also been offered a multi-million dollar, another record deal. He's also been offered a documentary. And he's also been offered, like, some other deals to, like, tell his story. First of all, I'm not of the street or anything of the sorts of like that. But if I were Takashi, I, and then he's, apparently he's turned down witness protection for when it is that he gets out. 
And you know, being that he had all this gang affiliation, he has a lot of people who are who have a hit on him. I feel like for me, prison would be safer for him to be in. Right. Than to him to get out. Because it's not like first of all, I don't even see how he would even be able to go into witness protection, especially being the fact that he's noticeable. <laughs> like, is he? He's I mean, he's got all the tat- <laughs> he's got all the tattoos on his face. So you from a criminal justice, from your background, from your perspective, how is it that how do you think it how do you think it will be when he gets out? Because I just don't see how that's possible. I don't see it being possible either, because there's no amount of security or any protection that you can be given when you're out when people want you dead. There because people get paid off all the time. His security guard can get paid off and the day he comes out and he'll be dead. I he's safer in prison. Unfortunately, I mean you can get killed in prison too, but he, I don't, I haven't followed the case at all. I've mm-hmm. just seen, I've just seen the drama yes. of his, um, his child's mother saying that she doesn't, he hasn't helped then he's not going to help now. That's, that's all I know about him. And I've seen right. his tattoos other than that, you know, he's in jail, just he's in jail. That's it. And to me, I'm like, all right, like, why are we focused on this, this guy with tattoos in jail? Cause <laughs> so, ta- okay. So taking it back, like. We are nearing the end of our 20s. And just seeing how so many of these like young artists, they have such an influence musically, obviously, right. but how they have such an influence on the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember when he was out there like screaming this or I'll fight this person and I'll do this and I'll do that, quote unquote, people will call trolling. But now life has happened to you. Like this is right. not a game anymore. Right. This not is not... Right. Something that you play around with. These are people who are not fucking playing with you. They want their money, and then you've essentially thrown everything away. So I'm interested to see like what that outlook is going to be for him when it is that he gets out. And I wonder, you know how they say like, oh, we have role models and this, that, and a third. But how much, how much of an influence do you think these artists have, or what kind of social responsibility do you think that they have to their to the younger people watching them? I don't think that they actually realize that the younger generation is watching them. Cause like, not even just him, but most of these rappers rapping about um, drug dealing and shooting and fuck this bitch and all this world and all this, exactly. All the, all this like negativity, but then, you know, something will happen and they're like, you know, Oh, now we're here. We're here for the cause. Like not realizing that, everything that they rap about has affected the younger generation to a point where they think that they're above everything, even down to like the way they dress in school now. Cause when we Do you remember the school, snowman's, the snowman t-shirt, the young Jeezy t-shirt? Yeah. And it had the snowman. We weren't yes, allowed to wear. We weren't allowed to wear. But like, even, but like, it's just the influence, not even just the rappers, but even just, well, the female rappers and, you know, the big booties and the eyelashes and the wigs and everything. And y'all bitches look stupid with them big ass fucking eyelashes, let me just say. The butterflies on the eyes is what I call them. <laughs> you see girls in high school with that. And then guys in high school, you know, walking around talking about they gang this, gang, gang that. And it's like, stop. Like, that's not you. You're going to get killed. You're going to get into a fight and somebody's going to stab you. And they're, most of the kids, because when you hear about fights, and I, I don't remember where it was. I think it was in New York that a, a kid got stabbed during a fight. But it's like they don't put perspective to it that, oh, I'm taking somebody's life. They just hear it in a music video. They see something about drug dealing or they hear somebody talk about how many people they killed or their tattoos or whatever what they mean. And they don't associate it with like real life situations. They mm-hmm. just... It's just straight like, oh, it's a game. Yeah. I killed this person and I, and you know, now everybody's looking up to me. Everybody fears me. Yeah. There's no coming back from that. And then also I think too, I definitely think with the climate that we're in with social media and then all of these celebrities now mm-hmm. getting in trouble, I definitely feel like they're making examples now. So before yeah. it used to be, hey, I'm this high profile person and I'm this, that, and a third. Um, you can't touch me. I've got the money. Right. However, now we are in a space where they're making examples. 
they're making examples out of people. Mm -hmm. And when I think of like the situation with Bill Cosby, like that's something that had been going on for years and no one said a thing. Harvey Weinstein for years, Mm -hmm. people knew about it. People turned a blind eye. But now I think we are in this culture with the power. One of the benefits of social media is that, oh, no, 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 no. You made that homophobic tweet however many years ago. You made that racist tweet however many years ago. Okay, let's bring it up. So now it's affecting their pockets. And I think back in a time where maybe like 10 years ago, I maybe even say five to 10 years ago when people Mm -hmm. were just getting a slap on the wrist, it's like, okay, now we have to make an example of you. Yeah. And I think even when it came to, I think little Kim, she went away for a year and a day just so that she can have that felony mark. Mm. And it's just like, I feel like she could have gotten off, but I also think that she was used as an example of, okay, you can't get away with this. Same with Remy. With Remy Ma. When even Martha Stewart crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Even Martha, because she had the money. And I'm sure this was, whatever she did was going on for years. But again, we are now in a place and we're like, you, can't, you can no longer ignore certain things. Right. Right. Kevin Hart. When it came to the Oscar thing, and and my thing is like this: we're of this age of cancel culture. If that's how you fucking feel, that's how you fucking yeah, feel. You're entitled feel. to feel about it. However, I don't think that you need to share everything that you feel on social media. And when you do so, you have to be prepared for the responsibility because the fact that people are going to court and they're bringing up your old posts, and that's it. Was Takashi like his recordings of things that he put yeah. on his social media that essentially up. got him in trouble? But do you think that? society's sensitive, more sensitive now. Fuck yes. Like, I don't remember, like, I remember people, you know, walking around saying, that's gay. All the time yeah. throughout high school. No one thought anything of it. Right. Right. And it's like, no homo. Now you say that and it's like a ton of people attacking mm-hmm. you. And I get it. You know, people took offense to it probably back then too, but didn't say anything. But back then when we said it, we weren't even really saying it like that. Right. It was just yeah. I think, now you can't you have to watch exactly how you say things and who you say it to because somebody might take offense. Or you have to watch how you talk to kids because um it's considered bullying it's now. Sensitive. Right. It's yeah. like, like I will okay. definitely say I was watching this thing on YouTube and it was um it's called Perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's a show and they have like maybe um so they've got two shows on there. One is just like called perspective and everybody was sitting in line and they may say like Christians. It'll be like, do all Christians think the same? So they ask a series of questions and someone will go like strongly agree, agree or disagree. Da, 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 da. And they also had one about, um, oh my God. They also had one about transgenders mm-hmm. and just seeing if they all think the same and like different perspectives and different words. And it was very interesting to see. And then I also saw this other interview. Um, I think her name is Flame Monroe. And she's an older transgender woman. And she he has even said, she says, I'm in the community. And I'm saying that I think that we are extra sensitive. She was just mm-hmm. like in this year. And I don't think it's a bad thing that we are being with mental health. I think I don't think it's a bad thing that we're being more mindful of things. But it's just like you can't fucking say shit. Or you nope. can't have a different opinion nope. without somebody jumping down your throat. Nope. So even now, sometimes when I say stuff, I'm like, let me think about it. Yep. Because I don't want to offend anybody. And people could be offended by something as simply of, I don't like your shoes. And it's just like, how dare you speak about my shoes? That's my self-expression. Right. This is what I bought. This is how I identify. Like, oh, my God. Right. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but I'm fucking over it. Um, I do appreciate the flip side that we are trying to be more mindful of people and considering mental health. But stop getting fucking offended by everything. Yeah, I mean, I remember in middle school, and you're not from this area, but in middle school, we used to have little joan sessions. Like, we'd be joning on each other. And but now you can't because it's you bullying. You can't do that anymore. It's I'm like, it's so bullying. y'all don't just stand there and say, yo, mama jokes? Or your daddy this? And like, what? You don't talk about each other's parents? You can't anymore? call somebody bullheaded. I mean, if sister's bullheaded, she's bullheaded. She's bullheaded. bullheaded. She's bullheaded. <laughs> like, what? Like, where where's the fun in school now? Because I remember we used to literally just joan on each other all day. Like, but I also think it's that parents aren't teaching their kids. I feel like conflict resolution. Yeah. So I think that's the issue that we're going to start seeing later on. 
And there's a lack is of self-esteem. Is this that, well, I'm going to call my mom. No, like, growing up was my cousin, you know, my sister cousin, and she was older and I was younger. We had a huge age difference. But my mom would let us go at it sometimes because it was just like, the two of you need to learn how, Alex, you need to learn how to, you know, hold your own. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, you know, um, she's heavier of her siblings. And she says, had I not learned how to take it from my sisters, when I got to school, I wouldn't know how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she said, so I learned how to have my clap back at somebody. So I don't, I don't fucking know. People might think my kids got, bless who's ever going to be in a classroom with my child because- <laughs> The way my mouth is set up, the way Kool-Aid's mouth is set up, <laughs> your kid may come home crying, that's all I'm saying, and I apologize Every in day. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Okay, so speaking of this generation, Carol Sanchez. Oh, Lord. Lord Jesus. All right, so all over this week, all over social media, I was saying, you know, we have to bring this girl back, yada, yada, yada. There's a videotape, and I think it was in the Bronx, New York, of 16-year-old Carol Sanchez. Yep. She was walking um, with her mother somewhere, and all of a sudden, four men came out of a vehicle, and they um, abducted, abducted her. Her mother tried to stop it. I think she got in the car, but they pushed her out. So there was this huge manhunt on it. All these hashtags are going around. Then, however many hours later or a day later, she shows up, walking down the block. And sister's like, I'm here. Come to find out afterwards. Of course, we're all happy. Yeah, she's back. And then we come to find out that she stays the thing because she didn't want to move to Honduras. And then we're now finding out that one of the people who helped stage it was her 21-year-old boyfriend. I went down a deep, dark... I'm going to let you take it. I'm going to let you take it. I went down a deep, dark hole when this whole thing came out. It was Monday that she got kidnapped. You better be specific. Tuesday (laughs) is when the Amber Alert... On a Monday! And I was like, why is it taking so... Why did it take so long to put this Amber Alert out for the 16-year-old girl? We see that, you know, she might be in danger. You see the video. First of all, why wasn't the video clear? That was my first problem. But, you know, I watched it. What do you mean clear? What does that mean? So the video that I saw, it was like at night, dark. You can barely see the m- movement of people. Right. You could you could barely even count how many people were there. Right. I feel like in 2019, the cameras should be better. But we are also talking about the Bronx, New York. So I don't know what what buildings these, street camera. yeah, what cameras yeah. these were on. And it could have been raining or whatever because, you know, we got rain down here. But they might they might have... Had a storm. We don't. It know. looked like I feel like they were holding umbrellas, but yeah, it, that it looked. That's what it, that's what it looked like too. But I'm like, why did it take so long for them to put out this umbrella? This was my initial thought before the whole her coming back. Why did it take so long for this Amber Alert? Why wasn't that a Amber Alert? Was why why aren't Amber Alerts nationwide when it comes to kids? It is so easy to get out of a city, yeah, and drive for hours without stopping. Why why aren't these Amber Alerts nationwide? I mean, we hear about it, but like I didn't get anything on my phone. So I'm like, she could have been in Maryland by the, by the time, you know, we heard about it the next day. It's yeah. only four hours. Now, you have to breathe deep for you. When I found out that this girl staged it, because I was all like, we have to find her. What is going on? And I went down this dark hole Back in 2015, 2016 with Relisha Rudd in D.C. And I went down this again with this girl. Because I'm like, oh my goodness. I don't. But when she came back and wanted to act like, you know, it ain't nothing happened. Somebody needed to smack her. That was my initial thought. Somebody needs to smack her. Girl. Because they are real people. Boys, girls, men, women who are missing that we don't know anything about, and here you are playing games. First initial reaction was somebody need to smack her. Then, of course, I had to sit back and was like, okay, well, let's. we need to think about why. Why did this girl do it? And then it's like, okay, yeah, you don't want to go to Honduras, but why? What's going on that you don't want to leave? And it's just like, I don't think she – there has to be some consequence. I don't think they're going to charge her. I really don't. I have, no, bitch, she should be charged. I don't Fuck think that. they're going to. But then it's also like, and I didn't hear the part about um, 
the person that God, one of the guys being her boyfriend. No, I was trying to figure out, well, how she know these 20 year olds? Yeah. One of them is allegedly her boyfriend. Well, he needs to go to jail because you, you're 16, ma'am. You so, can't have a 21 year old boyfriend. So girl, first of all, it was, it was quite a few things. First of all, I think I was very surprised initially that this black girl was getting so much um, mm-hmm. attention because typically when black and brown people, we do end up killed or something is going on with us. We don't get that yeah. social media presence. We don't get that news time. That's first and foremost. However, what I did in doing my research, I learned that New York beforehand is specifically for teenagers. A lot of times around the age of, let's say, oh, she just ran away. Oh, da, 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 da. I think it was helpful that the mother was there, that there was some type of recording and whatever the case is. And also New York has also been under, I think the Amber Alerts goes it varied. The, the rules vary by state. Yes. So I think New York is trying to be a little bit more proactive about it. So they're starting to send these things out almost immediately now where before they weren't doing so. That's that's the first thing. Second of all, I'm not a parent yet. However, I did work with teenagers. Kids are dumb as fuck. And I understand not wanting to move from going to America to Honduras. That's a huge change. But the fact that you put your mother at risk. Mm-hmm. Because imagine when they pushed her out. Imagine if mom hit her head. Hit her head. Oh. What if mom hit her head? And the embarrassment that I would feel, the heartbreak that I would feel as a parent. That Imagine that anxiety of, oh, my gosh, like someone really took my child. child. I don't know what's going on. What if mom had a heart attack? What if mom had already had other health conditions? And then because of that, this led the stress of this led to X, Y, and Z to occur. Mm-hmm. There's that aspect. And then the fact that... Now here you are, and yes, I'm grateful that you're not hurt, but now I have to fucking look at you. Bitch, you ain't coming with me. You can the state can have your ass. Yeah. Because the fact that you went ahead and you put me in that sense of fury and that and it and I wonder if what brought her back and what made her want to come back was because it got so much publicity. I think so. And I think I honestly got think that's what it was. I could see because just why couldn't you just why didn't you just run away? Why didn't you just run, why didn't away? You just run away? And that sounds like, so why did bad. you have to be so fucking dramatic? And it really pisses me off. People <sighs> think, oh, she's sixteen. No. As a as a minority, 13, 14, 15, 16, whatever it is, from a young age, we know that this the rules don't apply to us. At 16, the rules that apply for little Becky, 16-year-old Becky down the block, don't apply for us. Right. They don't give a fuck about us, sis. Okay? You are you may be in the melting pot of New York City, but they still don't give a fuck about you. Exactly. Okay? So for you to sit there and play around like that, and especially since we are in the climate of sex trafficking being a huge thing, and they're snatching everybody. Mm-hmm. Old bitches, young bitches, uh, men too, like they're taking right, everyone. Everybody. And you want to sit here and you want to play with and imagine the officers and the people who were working tirelessly. And somebody else could have they could have been looking for somebody else. Exactly. Which is why I feel like her ass needs to have, there needs to be some type of consequences. I'm so fucking sorry. Because that's taxpayers' money. These are officers or whoever it is, they're working tirelessly to find you. And you know the pressure was on because it got to be nationwide because of social media. So if the police did any wrong move, it would have been on them. Yeah. And everyone keeps bringing up, you know, that the Amber, that the, you just brought it up also, that the Amber Alerts, they have it based on states. But when it's a child and when they feel like they're in danger, and because they had the video, the video it should have went out sooner, and that's what what people are trying to talk to. I guess they're trying to blame the officer, the police department no. on it. But in reality, they got lucky this time, the police, that it was a hoax or whatever. Um, but it should have went out as soon as they saw the video. It should have been like, okay, this girl's missing. We see how she was taken. Something needs to go out. We knew she didn't run away. And see, the thing about it is, is that because what happens, and this is why when real situations happen, people aren't believed. When I think about cases yeah. of rape, when I think about women who sit there and want to play around with things like that, these some of these non-melanated women who, yeah. when they get with these black men and they want to play games and they want to, oh, I just didn't want my dad to find out or whatever the case is, or oh, this, that, and the third, or this is what really happened, or whatever, whatever, oh, this person stole from me or whatever the case is. So that when real situations happen, they don't get the attention that they need. Right. I remember, so I remember when, you remember Elizabeth Smart? I feel like we were in like middle school. She was this white girl and she got kidnapped and she was literally like down the street 
for years. No. Well, she got found and then they ended up doing like all these movies, like this movies and stuff about her. There was also another black woman. I want to say her name was, her last name was Gaskin. But she also went missing and she actually fought. She fought Mm. back. There was little to no publicity about her. So I think about that and I'm like, Elizabeth Smart here was this white girl who was legit down the street and she didn't kidnap herself, um, but she got all this publicity. And then this black one, this black girl over here, she got little to no publicity. So when I think about those things, I'm like, you don't play with things like that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be setting examples, you set an example for her ass. But if I was her mother, I don't know if I'd be able to look at you. Like what was so bad that she wanted to go to that extreme mm-hmm. to stage a kidnapping? Yeah, and, and, and I haven't read anything about, like, what else is going on in the home. Because that, that's the next thing that I questioned. First was, well, yeah. someone, needs, someone needs to smack her. And then, okay, when I calmed down, I was like, all right, it, she's fine. Mm-hmm. But what is going on that she does not, she does not want to go so bad? Is it just that she's a teenager and she doesn't want to move? She doesn't want to move? Or is it that she's being abused at home? Or, you know, someone is coming into the house or... What is it? What is it that Honduras isn't safe? What is it? But to go to the extreme, bitch, you could have ran away. You could have ran away, but which is still to bad extreme, to say. But to me, she sat down and she, this bitch fucking plotted. And these four grown ass grown men. ass men. And then the man is going to catch a charge for being with a fucking sixteen year old. Like, however, don't, we don't know what the rules are in New York. That's true. That's true. But not even just her boyfriend. But what about the three other men? Right. What, is, what did they get out of it? What did they get out of it? If it were me, I I feel like sis came back because it was it was everywhere, and they didn't they didn't anticipate all of that, and then she didn't have nowhere to go. They didn't think of yeah. the second plan. They didn't think of okay, now we got the bitch, now we got you. Now what yeah. do we do? Where do we go? Because her face was all over. Mm-hmm. So where was she gonna go? There was definitely a Law and Order episode on this that uh, they. It was a it was a white girl, and they staged a kidnapping. But then they called was it a it, it might have been a guy, but they called the parents and asked them they did a, they wanted money they wanted a ransom. And then they found him. They were like, oh, I knew my parents would pay. And it's just like, oh, just like fucking Tariq on Power, exactly. Hello, exactly. Because he knew. See, but then he got all caught up in that, and she got all cut too. Exactly. Maybe she watched Power and was just like, that could be me. They're both in New York. They're both 16. But she ain't asked for no money. Oh, we don't no, know. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe there was reward money. Well, that's why you're not honest still then. We don't, we don't know. I slap her. All right. <laughs> Look, she needs somebody. Somebody in the Bronx, please. That just made me so <laughs> mad on so many fucking levels. And it wasn't even like it was a situation where it was just... And if that's not some white people shit, I don't know what the fuck is. Because it was... You know, I can't even say that. Because we knew where her face was. And it's not even a situation I could have been like, please don't let her be black. Because she was. She was. It's like... What? Really? Really? And you got everybody in the Bronx... I, I saw like three mothers talking about they let their kids walk to the to the little the corner store and they were both for, and you know what I should have thought about it that it was weird the fact that she was she was already walking with someone mm-hmm. now I see you snatching somebody if they by themselves so, okay but with two people there I don't I don't see how that is and then you pushed mom out of there if anything if I was really kidnapped y'all was taking the both of y'all so exactly. y'all both can't talk and, but that's just me watching too many no, crime you can't, shows you can't take mom cause mom cause probably, you gonna talk mom from the Bronx and you gonna say what I look like <laughs> so everybody gotta die everybody she gotta probably, go she probably come out there cutting slashing <laughs> <laughs> okay so alright I sent you this article about J.R. Smith mm-hmm. he's a basketball player right okay okay I'm just gonna go with that go so anyways that. So apparently his wife, she made a video and I saw it. And J.R. Smith and his, well, obviously his wife, they're married. He was out, seen out and about with another woman. They were being displayed in PDA. His wife went ahead and she made an Instagram video. And she says, I was talking to God and God told me I need to make an Instagram video. I need to talk about this. And she was going in and she was saying, um, you know, I have to forgive my husband, you know, when he needs to pray for his demons and this, that, and the third. And he, she calls out the side chick and everything like that. How cheating is wrong and all this other stuff. But then 
J.R. Smith stepped on Instagram and he posted, I've been separated from you. So what are you talking about? Sis delusional. (laughs) First of all, I wasn't even ready for that. Okay. I don't know. Now, God tells me a lot of things. He does. I am very in tune with the man I'm saying. But God ain't never told me no shit like that. Okay. Now, the devil has told me, call that bitch. Pop up. Sneak up on their ass. Okay. I'm pulling up. But has the devil told Janine, you to make an I'm Instagram coming. post? I'm Janine. Be ready. We got somewhere to go. Don't ask me no question. The <laughs> devil has definitely said that. But at no point in time did God ever say, get on Instagram and talk about it. <laughs> and call out these adulterers. At no point did God ever say that to me. At no point did God had says, Alex, you don't need to be pulling up there. He has said that. God has said, Alex, maybe you don't need to respond to the chick on Instagram. God has said that to me. But do you really think she thought it through? Because I guess she for, said God told her. I'm not calling for her everybody. Said that God said. I guess for everybody else, from her perspective, everybody else looking in sees that she's still married to him because people didn't know that they were separated. Well, apparently she didn't either. Because <laughs> he said, I'm separated. He didn't say we. He said, I am separated. But, yeah, she didn't know. So she didn't know. She was still living this life. She's a basketball wife. Okay, so my question is this. Has God ever told you to do some shit like that? God has told me to make up some stories in my head. Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move away so I don't get struck by it. Because God can tell you no bullshit like that. Okay. God has put stories in my head. The devil is a lie. He has told me that it is X, Y, and Z when it is A, B, C. He has, but I wouldn't go on Instagram with it. God didn't tell you that. God didn't tell God me don't that. God don't use social media. God doesn't use okay. social media. But God would turn my phone off because there's been some times I'm like, you know what? I'm going to blow his phone up because he said he's done, but he not really done. And then my phone will turn off. And I'm just like, okay. See, God knew. I'm going to He was going to do something crazy. Okay, but. At first, I was on sister's side. I was just like, you know what? You nasty bitches. She's married. Right. Now, I wouldn't have gone on social media. But I know. wouldn't have done that. But I understand that, and this is just me, I've been crazy before. However, me being crazy was pre-social media being like everybody's diary and everybody's go-to. And I don't like to be embarrassed. And social media is probably her insurance. And I don't like evidence. Right, because well, she, I used to be crazy. Like she needed evidence, so when she goes to court, she can get her money. But but it was between you and God. <laughs> but then when he messaged, when he wrote back and said, "I've been," I was just like, "Damn." So I guess okay. So here's the thing. I think that's fucked up. It was laugh. <laughs> it was funny, but it was fucked up. But have you ever like had to engage? With an ex or somebody you were dealing with back and forth on social media? On social media, no. I I'm I'll argue with you over the phone and in text message, but I'm not gonna put it out there for the world to see us arguing because what if we get back together? Now everybody's seen my business. Now everybody mm-hmm. knows that you did X, Y, and Z. Like I didn't tell you about that. Exactly. It's I would rather, you know, I might tell my friends, oh, he said this, X, Y, and Z. But that's those are my friends. I'm not going to go tell my coworker. Or I'm not going to tell my boss. I'm not going to put it up there for somebody to say, oh, were they having issues? Well, let me just slide in his DMs because I know he needs a hug. He needs yeah. a date. No. I've never understood the culture of putting all of your business out there because, right. like you said, if y'all reconcile, then what? Y'all just right. look stupid, and then you're inviting more people. Right. And maybe it was a situation where she was embarrassed. Like, this is J.R. Smith, you know, paparazzi's all around. And maybe you just felt like, you know, something, I need to say something. Mm-hmm. But then when Brother Man wanted to respond. But then, I will say this. Some people are, in some states, I know in Maryland, you have to legally be separated for yes, a year. And in that realm of separation, you have to not live together. And there needs to be proof of that. Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, no, you need to have a witness. That says, okay, 
they don't live together, together, whatever the case is. Right. Now, some people separate because we're separating because we need to see if this is what we really want. And then you also have people who separate because, no, we're on the road to divorce. This is what we want. It's final. Whatever. Right. So, and I'm not in a marriage. God didn't tell me nothing. However, I feel like he separated but she's on not. the road to divorce. Right. And she separated on me to figure out what's going on. on. Now, me yeah. personally, and I pray I never have to go on this road when I think of separation, but I'm a person that's like, I will give you a lot of chances, but then when I'm finally done, there's no conversation about it. Right. I'm done. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, it. that's it. all. However... If a married man came to me and he said he separated, I still wouldn't talk to you. Because to me, separated is not divorce. I don't give a shit. I want legal documentation proof. Because the last thing I need is for a bitch to come over here and say, well, he's still married. And even then, because I've been hearing, not even hearing, I don't remember where I saw it on Greenleaf. Oh, God. <laughs> the fact that they're getting, they've been separated, divorced, and now getting back together. For me, if I was dating, the the pastor it's like okay well you're now divorced okay i want to date you but there's still that oh he could get back with his wife like and this is gonna sound really bad but i might not even date somebody who's been divorced that's still in contact with their with their wife their ex-wife yeah so okay so i watched Johnny day fiance and there's a couple on there and they're getting rich get married obviously his ex-wife they have children together but this bitch pops up all the fucking time. Oh, I just want to bring some dog food over. And then she's asking, like, so are you guys going to get a prenup? And she's like, I just want to make sure the kids are right. Sis, those are the kids. They're going to be fine. That's not your business. And why you felt the need to continue to pop up over is it's not for me. I'm not with the, again, separated is still married. And I remember a long, yeah. long time ago. We went out and this guy was talking to me, whatever it was, and I did my own little research. I found out that this nigga was married. He was just like, oh, but we're separated. I said, separated is still married. I'm yeah, good. Because no. the last thing I need is for sis to pull up on me or to look me up or give me or say that God pray, talk <laughs> to her and she wants to put exactly. me on blast. And then, of course, you know, back to even just society and all the trolling and everything, you know, even her putting that video up and then him saying that, Who's to say now that people aren't going to go attack this new girlfriend and call her or right. all sorts of names outside of her name when essentially she didn't do anything wrong? Well, see, that's even like it with, with Kevin Hart, supposedly his current wife. Oh. Supposedly, supposedly, um, Kevin Hart has admitted to being like um, not faithful to his first wife, whatever the case There's was. There's a whole Netflix series coming Ciao, out. hello, hello. <laughs> Um, don't get me started on that bullshit. Um, so that's a situation. But you know, um, apparently Aniko was one of the women that he was messing around with. Mm -hmm. She claims that they were separated. And I remember when they were going back and forth at one particular point, she did like this post like, Oh, we've been together for so long, da 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 but the the time frames were overlapping when he was still married. Now, again, it may have been a situation where we may have been separated, right. but it could have been that Kev was separated too because we're going to get divorced. And his wife could have been, we're separated because we need to figure out what we're right. doing. Right. It depends on it depends on the people that are involved because everybody's situation is going to be different because people could be separated and not speak to each other at all, or they could speak to each other every day. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. But are you going to watch that Kevin Hart Netflix show? Yes. Because I'm going I, to. Because I really, I, I like them together. Um, but of course, I don't know the behind the scenes other than what I see on social media. I like I like what she has put out there about herself. But I also, you know, the she's just popping. Yeah, she's popping. I need to know like the bad stuff. Like <clears throat> you ain't you ain't perfect. But in the clip, so, she was just like, "How could you embarrass me like that for everyone to see?" But now you embarrass yourself because you got a whole show. But you lose them how you get them, sis. I'm sorry. That's and I yeah. and I think, and again, I'm not in their marriage. I'm not flying the wall, but just from what I've heard, number one, you lose them how you get them. And then number two, I think she's very aware that Kevin cheats on her. However, I think the issue was just that it was public. And yeah. I think and I think that's the issue with a lot of women. It's just like, it's one thing to cheat on me, but then it's another thing when other people know. 
Yeah. That's the thing. And I could say that's been my experience in a past relationship. It's one thing, okay, you fucked up, whatever it is. But then it's just like, well, who knows? Mm-hmm. Because like, once I feel like... Don't embarrass ex- me. Fucking exact. Don't embarrass me. Because when other bitches know and or your friends know, I don't want anyone... I don't want to be somewhere and everybody knows something. Right. And they looking at you crazy like, oh, you stayed through that? Right. Like, and I mean, we've all, like, I'd like to say most of us have been there, whatever the case is, but... You lose them how you get them. And I think she's playing her role. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think she's playing her role. Because just the key word that she said was, how could you do that publicly? Yeah. And get caught. Yeah. So she knew. And they could have a written arrangement. Who knows? They could I have hope, an arrangement. I hope she has her written arrangement. Get what's yours, sis. Got the kid. You wanted a baby. She has been a great stepmom from what has been portrayed on social media. Yeah. The kids, his kids seem to love her dearly. And that's great. He got a good woman in her. Somebody coming in and He's got a trophy wife. Yeah. Take care. That's willing to take care of your kids. Having a bonus mom is great. You fucked up. If she leaves, I hope she gets what's hers. Well, she's going to. And the fact that, like, when I think of his ex wife, like, I've never. I understand on the show Snacks. You should be watching Snacks. <laughs> there was this woman. I think her name was like Lorena Bobbitt. I think was her name. She caught off her man's dick. Mm. The reason she did it was, I think this is the right woman. She caught off his dick while he was in the bed with his mistress. What? So Am I getting the story? Okay. There's two situations. One of the ladies is on Oprah. Anyways, this woman, her husband was cheating on her. And she helped him build like this multi-million dollar company. And then he went ahead and he left her to be with this other woman and he tried to like close her out of all these bank accounts, but it was her money that started up this company and he did what he did. So she either cut off his dick and he became, this is real life. And he ended up becoming like, he had to like get his stone back on or whatever the case was. And there was another story similar to that, but the woman, she burned them up in the bed. Mm. She burned them up in the bed. And then if you've ever seen Waiting to Exhale, mm-hmm. when they got divorced, Angela Bassett, she was just like, I was with you from the beginning. Right. And you had nothing. And then you think that you're going to come over here with this fish and you're going to take all my money and all this other stuff? There's a, oh, what is it called? It's, um, and I'm blanking on her name. She went to, she's a Howard University graduate. She's black. She's an actress. She was an actress in this movie, and I cannot remember her name. She has a son. Taraji P? Taraji. She has a oh, movie. Acrimony. That was the most trash fucking movie ever. I just but that say. that's the same storyline. It was trash. But, the but, acting was bad. But in matrimony, he did try to get back with her. He he did, he did. And sometimes you know you got to stick it out through the hard times to you know win. But she was working her butt off. She was. Yeah, I feel like I'd be damned if I was with you when you ain't have no fucking. I'm burning it down. Money when you ain't have I I get it. I'm burning it down. If you're not if I'm not even if I'm getting mine, because she got her check. He gave her a check. But she wanted him. I I think I would I would have set some shit on fire too, like Angela Bassett yeah, did. Things would have been on fire. I would have. That's I that's why um left eye set shit on fire. Sneakers. Yeah. She, she said every she was like, fuck this. You ain't buy me shit. Cool. I got you. You wanna be cool. buying these other bitches shit? Cool. I got you. Turn <laughs> that shit down. I remember that. That was crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I am gonna watch it. Um I'm very interested to see celebrities who not to say that not to be like to be negative, be like, oh you're so positive, da 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 I don't like to be that type of person, but when mm-hmm. the individuals like they try to act like everything's so perfect. perfect so yeah. I'm interested to see this human yeah. side of Kevin Hart. And his and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. So lastly, it is holiday time. Yes, it is. And with holidays comes work holiday parties. Oh yeah. Some people's jobs <laughs> take out. Some people's jobs have their holiday parties during work hours, like my job. Mine was during work hours. Yeah. Some people have theirs after work, like such as my husband's. And some jobs have potlucks. And I have seen that people have turned the fuck up <laughs> and cut up in a variety of different ways. Yes. How was your jobs? 
holiday party. So my my jobs, I, so my job had two holiday parties, and I won't I won't disclose where I work, but so we had a main holiday party for everyone for the entire you know organization company whatever. Everyone came out and they it was catered food by the, that too, by yeah. the schools catering, and then my office, my my department or yeah my particular department decided we were going to do something smaller. We also catered it, but one of my coworkers, um, from from the time she started, by the time I started working there, I was I kept hearing she owned a bakery. She owned this bakery. She owned this bakery, and she doesn't bake anymore. She started mm-hmm. working. She mm-hmm. had a kid, mm-hmm. and everyone keeps saying about these cupcakes that she's supposed to bring, but no one has ever tasted them. So her her friend slash director of the the one of the departments. He calls them air cupcakes because no one's ever had them because they're invisible. He's so shady. He <laughs> very shady. So lately, you know, she's been bringing things in all week. She brought in some. Um, first, she brought in some chocolate chip cookies and some Ziploc bags. Now, I don't eat anything out of a Ziploc bag that I didn't see you put in it. I agree with you. And she put these on my desk, and she's like, "I brought this for you." And as soon as she walked away, it went in the trash because no. You brought this cookie specifically for me. Where's the rest of them? Why Why is it an individually packaged cookie? And is it, no. Then, so that was earlier in the week. Then when we had, when it was time for our celebration, she came in with a container of cookies, cinnamon snickerdoodle cookies. Then, so she didn't bring them to the party. She ran out and she's like, oh, I have my cookies. And we're like, okay. She opens up this container of cookies. And instead of just passing the container around, she puts her hand in oh, the God. container. No, nope. And puts Jenny, them on might. a plate. She might. She might. She might. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and me and the other African American in the room, the other black, I would just call him a black man. He's a black man. He would say he's a black man. He looked at me because I already told him I don't eat things that people make from home. And that's his friend. And she starts offering these cookies and she's coming around and everybody's face and people are taking the cookies. And I was like, oh, remember you gave me one early in the Ziploc bag? And I was like, oh, it was so good, girl. So oh, it's in the trash can. I was hoping she didn't see it, too. But here's the other part of the story. She, so we're, they're eating their cookies. I'm watching them all enjoy their cookies. They're talking about how moist it is and how they could taste the flavor. And she said, oh yeah, Thomas helped me. Now Thomas is her son. Her son mm-hmm. is autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if he wasn't autistic, your child helped you roll these snickerdoodle cookies. In how the old ship. is your child? I don't know. He's young. He's young. I think he's under the age of six. He's under the no, age of six. No, no, so no, no. In my no, head, no, no. I'm thinking, so you let your toddler child who's not, he's not even six. He's probably maybe four. He's okay. not even. I don't eat from people who are cooking who have little handsy kids. And you no. know what I mean by fucking handsy ass fucking no. kids. And if I walk into your house and before I see your animal, I can smell your animal. Yeah, and no. if you come into work no. with your kitty cats, not like vagina kitty cat, but like your cat, yeah, <laughs> your cat animal hair all over you. No, no. So I almost, I almost threw up. Just and I, I didn't even eat the cookie, and I'm watching them eat it and enjoy the cookie, and I'm like, did she wash her hands when she said? Did you? Video? No, no. Did she? She didn't. She put her hands in it to put it on a plate after we just watched her eat, and she was painting because we were painting little ornament no. things. You don't need to say no more. You don't need to say no more. And then your child rolled them. He didn't even just like help you. He rolled he them. He rolled them in the Yo, sugar. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Kids are fucking nasty. I remember, like, you remember elementary Booger school. Nose. <laughs> you remember in elementary school when, like, you used to make cupcakes for your class for your birthday? Uh-huh. My mom did not play. Nope. And I remember, oh my God. I'm not going to say his name, but. We had this New Year's party, and there was there was this one white boy there. He was just like, I thought he ate a cupcake. He was just like, and I thought you said you didn't like cupcake. He said, Nah, man. He says, My mom told me don't eat nothing that white people make. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he said, Cause y'all don't wash y'all. Y'all don't wash y'all hands. Y'all lick y'all fingers when you want to taste something. You continue cooking. No. So, <sighs> see, that's the thing about like job potlucks. First of all, nasty. 
When I go to people's house, I inspect things. You're going to cook for me, I look things. I don't care. I need to see, like, certain things. Yep. Okay? Um, when we go, when it's, like, things for work or whatever it is, like, are you using your tongs? Mm-hmm. And I mentally take a note of who did it and who did it. I would yep. literally knock somebody over so that I can be the first one in line for catered food at work because... I'm really big on, like, people's airspace of their breath. Y'all know you yes. in the dental office. I don't like people's yeah. breath on it. That's gross. Um, and everybody washes their hands. I don't like when people fucking sniff food. That's community food. You sniff your food when it's on your plate. That's your business. But when it's community food, don't fucking do that. Because a yeah. booger could come out. Something. I don't know. So Anything even- can happen. We have, whenever we have food in our office, we always put it out for people. And I always watch how people come and grab stuff. There's been times I've literally watched people... I've watched people rip a croissant with their bare hands and no. put pieces back like it's nothing. No, then they don't. had cookies. Ooh, another department had cookies, and they came and said, oh, there's cookies in the kitchen. I said, okay, okay let me go. I'm going to go check it out. Go in there. There's some There's some flan. There's some home-baked cookies. No. There's some brownies. And I'm like, okay. I saw the tin of cookies, you know, the tin, the blue tin that every black person has, and they said that And it don't be no fucking cookies. Right. So I saw that, and I said, ooh, store-bought cookies. I opened it up. The, you know, it has two layers on it. The top row was a little bit eaten. I took the top row out. Yeah, and I ate the bottom row. Of you the know, cookies. whenever I go to like a buffet or like poking a child, you're not supposed to take the top plate. Yeah. Mom always said you're supposed to take the second plate underneath it because mm-hmm. everybody touched the last plate. But I agree with you. And you know something? As I've gotten older, I let people know I don't want no potluck food. Yep. Because I'm not trying to get. And people be like, "Actually, oh, you are so like, no, I'm good." But it wasn't even potluck. Pot, potluck. Why was she bringing them cookies? I don't want shit that anybody bake from their house. Period. I don't. I don't want it. If I go to, if, let me say something, this is how you know I fuck with you and I love you and I, and I deem you to be clean. If I'll go to your house and I'll eat off of your stuff. Yeah. If I'll eat at your house. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Then you know that I think you're clean. If not, I'm not hungry. I got it. I ate before. I ate a big meal before I got here. I'm good. Yeah. She, I, I hope, they're still waiting for these cupcakes. I hope she never brings them. So, okay. <laughs> so I went to Coolness holiday party that was at work. They, we went out. What do you think? Two things. What do you think about bringing your significant others to work holiday parties? And then what do you think about people drinking at holiday parties? So I've done a lot of photo booths at holiday parties that people come with their spouses. I think it's great to bring your spouse. And the last photo booth that I did um, at a holiday party the CEO, he actually gave a round of applause to all the spouses in the room because the company, I can't remember the name of the company, but a lot of them are overseas a lot of the year. And uh-huh. he said that. He said, you know, and they had they had a kids section at, at this party. Um, it was at the, the, it was hosted by the embassy of Italy. Mm. So they had kids table, they had pasta, they had all the stuff for the kids, games and stuff for the kids because, and he said, because your spouses, your parents are away for lengths of time, we wanted to do a nice party for everybody because they know how hard it is on some of the families. And I mm-hmm. thought that was really sweet because it's true. You spend majority of your time at work. You spend more time at work than you spend at home with your spouse. If you don't talk to your spouse throughout the day, because some people can't because of you know cell phone policies or whatever, they're, they're at work. So I think that during a holiday time, a time between Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever mm-hmm. holiday you celebrate during December, if anything at all, there should be some type of appreciation for the families. That and your too. spouse should be there. There is no way. Nosy. That too, because the work wives and the work husbands. I'm going. I'm setting it. Hello. Hello. Hi, Who is this? Wife, why? Hello. I don't even understand why people say, oh, this is my work husband and you're married. Your wife or your husband is okay? I feel like people need to feel my presence. And then I made sure to talk to everybody in that motherfucker. Yep. Um, So I want to be clear. He is very married. Very. Oh, yeah. There was a post about that. The guy, um, this guy, a lady at his work asked him about this coffee that he likes. And he asked his wife, he asked his wife to send him a picture of the coffee from home. It's like a little K-cup. And his wife took a picture of the K-cup with her ring finger with her ring on on top yep. of it and he sent her back a text message saying we can't read the name of it and she sent a picture back she moved her ring and her finger over so you could read it and the he said that the lady said she'll find a different coffee you damn right. yes 
Find your own coffee, not him, not that coffee. If you want some, go buy it yourself. Go test, taste, taste, test it yourself. Don't taste test it with my husband. And I'm not married, but no. No, it's I get it. not happening. First of all, I like to go. I do think that. And So my job, we have a holiday party. We had our company one, then we had a private one. We had our company mm-hmm. one during the day, and I think that's just them not wanting people to get fucked up. And right. I'm not mad on that because <laughs> I get paid to eat. Like, I'm fine with yep. that. And then we had yep. our private one. <clears throat> we had, like, a small group gathering. <clears throat> but then going to Kume's, it's interesting when you hear someone talk about, I think it's another side of you get you see of your significant other, number one. And I think about the previous position that he was at to now. It's like night and day. Mm. The other holiday party, the food was bomb. <laughs> oh my god it was so good and they it was bomb however Kunle didn't like that job he hated that job mm. and I had to play nice and like speak to other people and I'm like if you don't fuck with you I don't fuck with fuck you. you that's yep. how I am okay yep. so I was on ready when I got there like don't worry because if they say something I got this um and any other work event that he had and like we've gone they've had like they rented out a box at like a basketball game Mm -hmm. before you know different things but the vibe was just off so it was amazing going to this one although the food was all right okay (laughs) all right um but it was nice to see him so comfortable there Mm -hmm. and everyone was very welcoming um but it was good to spot my eyes on faces so when Mm -hmm. he's talking about certain people and things i was just like "Mm, i heard about you over there um (laughs) so that was good but i enjoyed it but it's interesting you know both events had alcohol and both times people got tore up and me i don't drink but (laughs) i still think in my mind and yeah. it wasn't black people who did get <laughs> fucked up. And I think to myself, no, we're not on the clock, but this is still my work fault. still my work fault. And I'm not going to come up here and cut up and turn up around you. Because I don't need nobody coming back after work talking about some, bitch, did you see so-and-so's wife? Right. Or did you see this right. person over there getting fucked up? So my the my small department holiday party, they we had we got a liquor license. For us to serve prosecco and this um wine that was like brewed in a crock pot overnight or whatever, so they poured the prosecco. We did a little toast and we're all talking. And I'm talking about I, I don't like lemon cookies and they had lemon cookies from. I hate lemon cookies because it reminds me of cleaner. Okay, so they were like, "Did you clean a lot as a kid?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did. Um, my mom made me clean tables and different things." So oh gosh, the cleaning of tables. <laughs> so my my boss, the boss like of. All of us said, she said, well, I, my, my chore was to, um, um, milk the goats. So we're like, really? You had goats? And she's like, yeah, I had goats. She said, if I get drunk, I'll make goat noises. So we started pouring, we started popping the bottles and pouring because we said, we want to hear the goat noise. Why not? But I've also done events where people have gotten drunk to the point where I've had to play referee on people falling over and I'm like you're at work these are people that you work with yeah and it's like you know we have the same people every year and literally there's one lady who I remember from last year that I saw her at a holiday party this year she was drunk last year she was drunk this year I remember her husband he was drunk last year she was drunk he was drunk this year and I'm just like so you don't your your coworkers don't think anything different of you when they see you drunk? Like they've all talked about it, I'm sure. But it's like, why do you continue to serve alcohol at these parties if you know people are gonna get drunk to the point where I'm like, please don't knock this over. Please stop yelling. Please move back. You're an adult. I hate doing adult parties. <laughs> because adults are worse than kids. Yeah. When they're drunk, there's no telling them what to do. They get belligerent. They 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 want to fight. They want to push. They get angry. You look at them the wrong way. It's it's just too much. Yeah. Like I just I just my advice for people is like although the alcohol is there, it's flowing and it's free, especially for our black and brown folks. Yes. We can't do the same shit that they do. Please don't do it. And we have social media now. A so dr- that's what I'm saying. A drink or two. A drink or two, have your maximum mess it. But don't get pissy drunk because you don't want anybody. Because I'm telling you right now, everybody's going back to work and they looking like, girl, did you see how she was mm-hmm. fucked up? Did you see how that boss was fucked up over the end of the Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you are someone who is going to your significant other's work party, you're supposed to be there to kind of hype them up. Exactly. Hype them up. You be on the best. Like I had to like, you know, 
get in my talking bag, like, oh, you know, didn't really feel like it. Yeah, that's true. But luckily, I love his group of coworkers that he has now. Okay. Now, if I should see his other coworker walking down the street, I may. You're going to cross the street. You're not going to talk. I'm going to stare. I'm going to mean mug. I did see him one time. And I extended my neck out the car huh? to look, but I don't think he saw me. <laughs> you, had, you had words. You had words for him. <laughs> well, Janine, I thank you for being here with us today. It's been good. It was good. It was good. Janine won't let me shout her out <laughs> for her services, but that's okay. I will say that Janine did make my uh, concert t-shirt. So if you guys want to ever go back to that, you may. But I'm not going <laughs> to shout her out because I don't want her. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Um, but for this week's music plug, Ro Timmy, my boy Dre, who's from Power, he actually dropped a new EP. And it's The Beauty of Becoming. But my favorite song on there is In My Bed and it features Wale. Ooh. So if you haven't done so, check it out. Janine, do you have any announcements for yourself? No announcements. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. You're gonna say thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>